Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. It's 11.04 on a Monday. Happy to have you. Hopefully uh, you've got your power back. If not, we know the crews are out there working to get everything back and running. We've also got a keyword to cash for you right now. Glass. G-L-A-S-S. Glass. Text that word into 72881. You can have about 10 more minutes to do that. You can use a thousand bucks maybe to clean up a tree that fell in your yard. Yes. Or buy, buy battery-operated fans. New food. New yes, food. Yes, that you may need if you've been out of power. I know some of you, this is, a, this is a hell of a day for some of you. Some of you are thrilled to be going back to work today because <laughs> you've been without power since Saturday evening. Uh, and yep. that is, in this heat... Ugh. We feel for you. That's that's horrible. Uh, the big story over the weekend is one that when you first read it, you're like, wait, what? What are you talking about? It's a word we just don't hear this term very often. Um, human smuggling. And then you then you hear about the situation. And we'll let ABC News kind of give you the details in case you missed it. But it's, yeah, it didn't seem real to us. Yeah, the... <laughs> It, it's amazing to me. Here's uh, Kenneth Mooton, as you mentioned, from uh, from ABC, because this this is frightening and scary. Investigators say as many as 100 undocumented immigrants, possibly from Mexico and Central America, were packed inside a tractor trailer in 100-degree heat with no air conditioning parked outside of San Antonio Walmart. Police discovered eight people, all men, dead. One later dying at the hospital. San Antonio City Councilman Ray Saldana. Folks were, were literally baking in the heat of Texas sun. 30 other victims rushed to the hospital many critical, the suspected driver taken into custody. Kenneth Moten, ABC News, San Antonio. And now we know the d- death toll is up to 10. Another, another one of those rushed to the hospital died. They were all adult men that died. Uh, so a total of 39 people, including children, Ugh. were recovered from the stifling hot tractor trailer parked outside a San Antonio Walmart over the weekend. Uh, again, 10 people, all adult men died. 29 people were being treated at hospitals. Many experienced heat stroke and dehydration. San Antonio firefighters and police discovered that truck early Sunday morning after a Walmart employee called late Saturday for a welfare check when someone asked the employee for water. That was when they say they discovered, quote, an alien smuggling venture gone horribly wrong. Uh, U.S. Attorney Richard Durbin said all were victims of ruthless human smugglers indifferent to the well-being of their fragile cargo. The South Texas heat is punishing this time of year. It's punishing here. Go to South Texas and you can imagine how hot this was going to be. Uh, These people were helpless in the hands of their transporters, trapped in a stifling trailer in 100 plus degree heat. So the driver is in custody. He is 60-year-old James Matthew Bradley out of Clearwater, Florida, being held in federal custody, goes to court today for the first time. Uh, Okay, let me rephrase that for just a second. It's confusing wording. The driver is in custody and will be charged. A man named James Bradley is being held in federal custody in connection with the incident. We don't know if Bradley was the driver. So we we know the driver is in custody and will be charged. We know this other guy is being held in connection to it. We're not assuming the two are the same thing. What what do you, when you you hear this story, and and we don't know, the funny thing is, you know, they don't know where these people originated originated from, how where their destination was that got them to San Antonio. There's one theory that 
most immigrants when trying to sneak over the border do it on foot and then get a ride. Is that what this was? Were they actually in the truck as they were coming across the border? It 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 is amazing to me, and maybe we take this for granted. And I'm not look illegal immigrants. I don't I don't think they should really be in this country. I mean I'm I'm sure I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't think we I don't know if we need the wall, but that's a different discussion. But isn't it amazing to you when you hear what people will do? And they had to know what was going on. Oh. What they will do to yeah. come into this country as opposed to where they live. Um, yes. Yes. Um, it's but we don't know exactly what happened here. Mm-mm. We don't know did they did they go into the situation knowing these these people that were smuggled in, is it was it voluntary? Do we know? Do we do we know it was? I hear smuggling. I hear something like human. Tra- and I'm using the word human trafficking, but they yeah. use human smuggling. I hear that, and I don't know. Is that illegal immigrants coming here illegally, or did these people maybe not know what was going on? Did they know that they were going to have to be sitting in the back of a truck outside a Walmart overnight, um, or did they not care? To your point, did were they so desperate to come here that the circumstances were irrelevant? I mean, I know there's a slogan of "Make America Great Again," and one of those things that you know is it goes into that formula. And this is not to get in a, a Trump debate, but one of those things is to keep illegal immigrants out of this country. Yeah, just realize how how okay a lot of us are. Not mm-hmm. everybody. Not understand that. Not everybody, but just think how bad things have to be where you're going to risk death mm-hmm. by heat exhaustion or heat stroke or whatever in the back of a truck that is be, that is you and 30 other people, 40 other people. Yeah. Think about how bad things must be in that world to make that something you're like, oh, it doesn't sound all that bad. And how bad are the conditions that 10, one out of four, of the, 10 of those people have died? Yeah. I mean, how bad is that? Because we don't know. Again, we don't know how long they've been in the truck. We don't know how long the truck had been there. We don't know where they came from, so how long this journey had been. Um, but how bad is it that, that 10 people die as a result of those circumstances? I can't imagine it. Um, Again, I understand everybody's got their struggles. But you're not jumping in the back of a, trek, a tractor trailer mm-hmm. and, and driving however far when it's 100 degrees inside with no water, no air, locked in the back in a box. And where were they going? This was San Antonio. This wasn't right over the border. This is, you know, quite a ways into Texas. So where mm-hmm. where the hell were they headed? Don't know. You know? I and do not know. Were they just parking the truck there overnight and they were going, coming here? I mean, they could have been going anywhere. And then what do you do with a truckload of, you know, people you have smuggled into the country? Where do you go with them and unload them so nobody notices that? I mean, there's a lot of questions. There's some reports that there were cars that pulled up at, you know, throughout this, the day or the night or whatever that, you know, picked some of these guys up and took them wherever they were going to go. Which maybe that was the plan. That probably was part of the. the, 10 people died because of heat. Let's go to Chris on 98.1 KMBZ. Hi, Chris. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Great. Um, I I, I work with uh, victims of human trafficking uh, for a nonprofit here in town. And I just wanted to make a distinction on definitions for you between human smuggling and human trafficking. Yeah, they're calling this human smuggling. Yeah, and and a lot of that's simply because um, lots of times the media doesn't know the correct terminology to use because smuggling is so much more better understood. Um, here's the difference, and, and uh, again, you know, not knowing all the facts of the investigation or the case, of course, and being a million miles away, I can only speculate about the reality of what was going on there, but I can tell you 
that human smuggling is when people come over voluntarily and then whoever gets them over cuts them loose. They're on their own. Mm -hmm. Trafficking is when you come over, and you may have come on your own willingly, but then you get in the hands of a trafficker, and you are not free to go. They don't cut you loose. And being as how all these people were contained inside a semi-truck trailer and not able to get out, I would Im- and packed in there like sardines, I would imagine that this will probably evolve into a human trafficking investigation. Hmm. Could be. I know they're still sorting all the details out. Thank you for your phone call, Chris. We appreciate it. And that opens up a line for you at 576-7798 because I, it, it's hard to, de- to, to decipher if you're not familiar. And obviously, Chris sounds like she's very familiar. Yeah. Between smuggling and trafficking, we, and we don't, and we don't know the circumstances yet. Not yet. I think that's why some people are using those terms interchangeably. Frankly, I did it once um, mm-hmm. because we don't know exactly what the circumstances are. Um, and I don't, to be perfectly honest, until she had explained it, would not have known the difference. And just to hear about it and a picture yeah. in your mind what the scene must look like mm-hmm. is disturbing, regardless of the term. Yeah. But to open the back of that thing up, and there are. Now 10, well, eight dead at the scene, two died at the hospital so far. So now you open that up, and there's eight dead guys in there. And the others are hospitalized because of heat stroke and other heat-related issues. It's all on our Facebook page. You can check it out. It's Midday with Jamie and Wicket. You can jump in, 576-7798, 576-7798. Text in 22980. Also, we will get to how to reduce your jail time. What an idea this is <laughs> out of Sparta, Tennessee. We'll tell you about it coming up next on 98.1 KMBZ. The tortured way, the way these individuals uh, experience the last few moments of their lives is really just shocking to the heart of our entire city. 98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket here in Kansas City. That was San Antonio Councilman Ray Saldana after the shocking development over the weekend where in a Walmart parking lot, a tractor trailer was found to have lots of illegal immigrants in it, eight of them dead, many taken to the hospital, and so far two have died while going to the hospital. Death count now up to 10. Yeah, there's just a lot we don't know about the circumstances of this, but we're all getting an education on what human smuggling is. Yeah, we uh, are. Because <laughs> that's what prosecutors are calling it, is human smuggling gone wrong. Um, and so, again, 39 people in the back of that truck. We know that uh, the reason that they found this out, the reason that it came to authorities' attention was because somebody in the back of that truck got out and went into the Walmart and asked for water. So we know they weren't locked in there or somehow they got out or somehow they got into the cab and they got out. So that also begs the question, if they were able to get out and get water, why couldn't they get out and escape? And and why wouldn't they have? Unless you're in San Antonio. We don't know where they came from. So they don't know San Antonio. They don't mm-hmm. know where they are. Where do they go? We don't know if they came over in the truck over the border, if right. they were picked up as others were, you know, crossing over the border or whatever, yeah. and then just were put in here. To me, it doesn't sound like trafficking. If they could get out and get water, they were right. waiting around for their ride is right. what it sounds like to me. And in the meantime, 10 people died. Ugh. So, and a lot of and what, about 30 others are in the hospital right now. Yeah. So again, the driver has been charged and was set to appear in federal court today. 576-7798. Rich in Overland Park. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. Hey, guys. Really enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, my question was, and I didn't know that last part. I listened yesterday. I thought it was more of the driver went into the Walmart. Uh, so maybe I'm mistaken. But my point was this. You hear these stories. And I think there needs to be, and I work in the logistics business, I, I move freight all over the country, that there needs to be some safety procedure where if somebody does get trapped inside of one of these trailers, which could get up to 130 degrees, 
that, you know, it's almost like a car trunk. There's got to be a release where you can get out at some point. Yeah. And I'm, I'm surprised at this point this is, it hasn't happened. And hopefully as a result of this, there is something put in place like this. I know some trailers, when you ship freight, they can put seals on the outside that they can't be cut so they know it wasn't tampered until it goes to wherever it's delivered. But some system that it can, even can override that because if a human gets trapped or you got situations like this, I mean, and you're just trapped like an animal and can't get out. I think something needs to be done. You know what? I I, I think you're probably right about that. Um, and again, these guys were able to get out. I mean, one right. again, the story that we have and from the AP is that one person from the back of the truck, not the driver, did get out. But in the future, I mean, that's why this doesn't sound like trafficking. It sounds like smuggling. But if there was a trafficking incident in the future having the ability to escape and get out is something you would need to... Yeah, for all we know, they just unlocked the truck while it was sitting there. Yeah. Know, for, for all we know, it, it was locked until five minutes before, you know, mm-hmm. until five minutes before the guy got out and asked for water. But I will say this, too. If you are trafficking, it's like people who say, well, just you know, criminals just, they don't listen to, don't bring a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're trafficking, you're probably going to make it so you yeah. can't escape anyway. Right. You know, you can have all the government right. regulations you want. This doesn't sound like it's a real legit truck legit trucking company, legit truck driver, you know, they they don't want you to get out if it was trafficking, but it sounds more like smuggling is the difference. Trafficking against your will. Yeah. Smuggling, I'm in it for the long haul. What an odd place to decide to park your truck. Walmart. Outside of a Walmart. Uh, just a well-lit <laughs> parking lot with a lot of people around. Rich, thanks for your call. Let's go to a Josh in Gladstone. You're on 98.1 KMBZ. How you doing, Josh? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Not bad. Hey. What's up? Uh, just the whole, it's it sounding like it was smuggling because they could get out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because they could get out doesn't mean they wanted to. If it was trafficking, they could be afraid of these people. If it's like cartel or something like that, they could have the access to their family back wherever they came from. This is going to be fascinating to learn the details of. Because like you said, Josh, it could be cartel related. We don't know right now. Yeah. And well, we're all I mean, going to learn. Even if it's not cartel, I mean, it still could be, you know, they have access to their family mm-hmm. and they threaten their family. If you if you try to run, if you don't do what we want you to, we're going to kill your family. They, they can do stuff like that. That does happen. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sounds almost Hollywood-esque, but it's reality. Mm-hmm. 576-7798. Josh, thanks for your phone call. And you can text it at 22980. It's going to be one of those when, this, when, the, when the driver is prosecuted. We're going to learn. This is another one of those topics, Jamie. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to ever learn about, but you know what? Now I am. <laughs> oh, we all are. Now I am. We never really had a big case like this be a news story. You know, sometimes we don't learn about what these things are or what the stories are about until they happen in the news. This is something we're going to learn more about. We are. Uh, and and I, I wonder what the final verdict in all this will be and where it comes from, where it stems from, where, where do these people come from? Fascinating. Fascinating story. It's on our Facebook page. It's on Twitter as well. You can go ahead and check out all the details uh, on Twitter at KMBZ Radio and Facebook.com slash 981KMBZ. All right. So the next story comes to us out of Sparta, Tennessee. This is interesting. Yes. And uh, what you think of this story. So the goal here is to prevent children from being born under the influence of drugs. That's according to a judge there who assigned a standing order in May. There's a program there that reduces inmates' jail time if they voluntarily undergo birth control procedures. General Sessions Judge Sam Benenfield signed a standing order in May that provides 30 days credit toward jail time for men 
who agree to free vasectomies in White County and women who agree to get free next plan and implants. Those prevent pregnancies for up to four years. Uh, They say, again, the goal here is to prevent kids from being born under the influence of drugs. So far, 32 women and 38 men have signed up. Uh, (laughs) It's getting fight, by the way, from the ACLU because they describe it as coercion. And the district attorney says his office doesn't support it either because of, you know, ethics (laughs) is Um, is the problem there. So what do you think about this idea? (laughs) So you get, again, 30 days off your jail time. And if you're not doing, you know, that could that could make a pretty big difference. You get a month off to get snipped. And you get the vasectomy for free. Well, that- and, and you get the the implant for free, the birth control implant for free. So you agree to do, now one of these is is permanent or I guess not Mostly. permanent. They're, it's Mostly reversible. Permanent. But one of these is designed to be shorter term and one of these is designed to be forever. Um, but you get 30 days credit for your jail time if you agree not to have a baby for a while. And the point of this is to prevent kids from being born under the influence of drugs so the idea I'm, I'm reading into the reasoning but i suspect perhaps there is a problem with drug charges you know with a lot of people coming in under the influence of drugs and then they get released and maybe they're having a big problem in sparta tennessee maybe with, they start using again with or with and babies being born drug addicted and maybe they have learned that the parents of those drug addicted babies had been in jail before hmm. perhaps multiple times um, I have a question. Yeah. Do you have okay? In five seven six seven seven nine eight, text in two two nine eight zero. What if I'm in there for tax fraud or tax evasion, or what mm-hmm. if I'm in this this general jail for for not drug charges? Yeah, for not related drug charges. I mean, am it, I am I still is the offer still on the table sh- for me? It seems like it. Um, because they're not they're not saying it only applies to some people. And and I don't think you could do that. Well, I didn't think you could do this. But I don't think you could just limit it to you'd have to open it up to everybody. And keep in mind, more than 30 people, men and women each have agreed to do this. Here's okay, yes, I, I, I have questions too. A lot of questions on the table. Is the only reason I I just don't believe that birth control is the is is a I don't think that a lack of birth control is the problem. You know what I mean? Like I don't think you have men that are that are that are saying, well, if I just had a vasectomy, then I wouldn't, you know, I don't, I don't think it's the access to birth control that's the issue here. No, I think it's the drug problem yeah, that's the issue correct. here. Correct. And you're not fixing the drug problem. You are fixing, you're fixing by fixing. You're fixing, you're fixing something else. You're, so you're preventing drug addicted babies from being born. And that's admirable. And that's great. And that's, and this is a creative way to do that. But you're not fixing the heart of the problem. You're just kind of band-aiding something else. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Is it constitutional? To do this is that should this even be allowed? But you have more than seven. What do you have? Seventy people who have signed up already for it. And is this the ACLU says this? Uh, this is their quote: offering a so-called choice between jail time and coerced contraception or sterilization is unconstitutional. Such a choice violates the fundamental constitutional right to reproductive autonomy and bodily integrity by interfering with the inmate decision of whether and when to have a child. No, you're not. This isn't coercion. It's a choice. You want 30 days off your jail time and you agree to do this? Done. You don't have to take 30 days off your jail time. 98.1 KMBZ Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Coming up, we'll get you what's trending at noon. Also, if there's one restaurant out there that if you're taking your kids out, you can only have one drink, mom and dad, and that is it. If you are the designated driver, one's all you get. And we'll tell you about that at 1215. Right now that we're talking about a story out of Tennessee 
that could potentially reduce jail time for inmates. Is there an ethical problem with this? I think is kind of the, what we're throwing around here. So this is out of White County, Tennessee, and you have a judge there that has signed an order, in fact, did it back in May, that uh, the goal, they say, is to cut down on the number of drug-addicted babies or to cut down on the children that were born uh, in drug circumstances. So what they are offering is 30 days credit on your jail sentence or 30 days off your sentence behind bars if men agree to a vasectomy or if women agree basically to have a birth control method that would be good for four years. So uh, the ACLU says it's coercion because it's you're, you're coercing someone into a um, reproductive decision and it, it takes away from your integrity about your body. District attorney seems to have an ethical issue with it. Uh, we're asking you, any, any problem with this? It's... I don't I don't think I have a problem with it because the ACLU is calling it coercion and unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. You could just not do it. You know what right. I mean? Like it's you just could, a choice. You could just say, No, I'm gonna just stay in jail. It's only mm-hmm. thirty days. I mean, not that I would ever want to be in jail. I've never been in jail. I, I can't imagine those who have been in jail and spent a lot of time, even one day feels like a thousand. But if you have a six year prison sentence, is thirty days really gonna be Wow? they come up with this i don't know because what's the problem of drugs in sparta tennessee help me think this out for a second okay because if you are somebody that to me this is the wrong 30 days like if somebody really wants to have a baby like what if you get out of jail and you get clean and you really Mm want to have a baby is is 30 days jail uh, 30 days off your jail time really the thing that you want someone to agree to is that if you really want to have a baby, then I, I mean, I guess then you just don't do it. True. But yeah, somebody asked about the age of these inmates. Yeah. If you're 55 years old and you've had all your kids and you have no intention of having more kids, mm-hmm. then hell yeah, then you don't care. You Give know? me 30 days off. What if you've already had a vasectomy? Then you can't take Ooh. advantage of this offer. Ooh. You know? Do, do, you, do you, you have to have the procedure to undo it and then redo it? Somebody else is comparing this to just time off for good behavior. It's not coercion because you, they're, you're offered that also. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, if you're, you know, you've been a good boy behind bars, then you get whatever days <laughs> off your sentence. So, and I guess the, the issue, on a more serious note, the issue that I have with this is that if the logic behind this is that they have a lot of drug-addicted babies in Sparta, Tennessee, then address the drug problem. Don't offer birth control as the motivation to not have babies. Don't, don't just not have babies. Why not get to the heart of the problem and work on the drug problem? Isn't there a, a, you know, an education you can have or you, you can give to to people as opposed to this, this quick solution. Mm -hmm. I mean, isn't there a much more important lesson to be learned? Yes. You know, and taught someone just said on the text line, who is going to pay for it? That's a good question. Good question. Who pays for the vasectomies and the birth control? Uh, someone else said, you're asking a person to make a critical decision under stress. It's a big decision. Yeah, it is. You know? It's not is, just, uh, hey, what are you doing today? Well, I got to run to the store, get a quick vasectomy, got to fill the tank up with gas. It just doesn't seem like the two are equal. You know? I just think, I'm, now I don't know what that's worth. I don't know what paying somebody, you're essentially paying someone mm-hmm. to not have a baby for a while, to not be able right. to... To reproduce. You're basically helping to control the pet population, have your pet spayed or neutered. Yeah. That's basically what you're doing right, right. here. <laughs> um, okay, and then we've got, somebody said, I love the idea. Most of those people are the ones having kids they can't support. The kids end up in foster homes. Very good so, point. Yeah. Very good point. Um, but again, if I'm, should I be eligible for that if I'm not in 
for a drug-related offense, and I've never had a drug-related offense if I'm in there for stealing a car. So you are not going to have a drug-addicted baby anyway. Right. Should this be open to you as well? Do I get that option? Should it be open for other things? You know, should we be offering 30 days? What other problems do we have with the reasons that people are getting in? Um, more time off if you agree not to buy a gun. If you were, you know, or if you agree. If you have a, if you have a gun history. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, depending on what the law says about that. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a place that doesn't limit those kinds of things, 30 days off your jail time if you agree to this thing that is a problem in our town. Well, I've got a situation out of Utah that this actually might apply really well to. Okay. All right. Uh, this is Colby Glenn Wild and Lacey Dawn Christensen. They have been uh, uh, arrested for putting crushed up, allegedly, putting crushed up painkillers on their infant's gums the day she was born to try to mask the signs of addiction. So mom did a bunch of drugs while the baby was in her, mm-hmm. all right? Had the baby. Uh, they'd been heavily using heroin and prescription pain medication during during her pregnancy. Uh, this is a quote in the story from the police. They admitted that after their daughter was born on April 9th, later that same day, uh, Wilde applied some of the crushed suboxone, I don't know, pills to the infant's gums while nurses and other medical staff were out of the room. Wilde and Christensen told investigators they talked to friends about how to mask the signs of drug dependence in an infant. And they discussed this issue with each other. This would apply to them. When these people go to jail, and they should, they should both have to get this procedure. I mean, you're putting painkillers on the gums, crushed up painkillers on the gums of your newborn? Mm -hmm. Because you couldn't keep heroin out of your body while you were pregnant? There are so many people that want children and can't have them or have to pay a ton of money to adopt or go through various fertility treatments. And then anybody like this can just go have a baby. Yeah. Yeah. When when you've got decent people. Very good people who really, really want babies and have been trying for a very long time and will make perfect parents that can't. And then you have these people. And you have these people who did heroin with the baby in the mom before the kid was born, and now instead of working on the problem, boom, let's just put some some crushed up pain pills on, on the baby's gums. Wow. That just sucks. It, it really does. Well, then should we go on to this whole idea about uh, parents with low IQ <laughs> not being able to take care of children? We will get to that because, I mean, you, your point is very, like, I don't know if you want anybody to control who and who can't have a kid, but it seems like we have far too many people like this couple out of Utah, who shouldn't have babies. But what do you, is it, oh, I can't believe these words are going to come out. Oh, boy. Is it fair, though, for the government to decide who is fit to be a parent and who is not? Because that's kind of what we're talking about. Part of the issue with the whole birth control proposal is that what if they get clean? Now, yes, you can have a vasectomy reduced and you could, I'm sure, you know, reduce or, or you wait until mm-hmm. the four years is up on the on the birth control. But what if you get clean? What, you know, I, I think you're, you are assuming that someone with a drug history is going to have a drug future. You know, you're not assuming that the opportunity for rehabilitation. And I don't, I don't like that. You're not, the problem then is that you're not encouraging people to get clean. You're encouraging them, you're, you're making it so they don't have babies while they're drug mm-hmm. addicted, but you're giving them no motivation whatsoever to get clean. It's very true. Go to the original problem. Don't try to keep them from having babies. If you have a drug problem, fix the drug problem. Easier said than done, though. 
Sure, it but is. we're bringing back Dare, you know, so that's I that's what yeah, that's what's going to fix it. Good um, Lord. Easier said than done, and I guess this is an easier fix. I guess this is a way to to fix one problem, sort of. Mm-hmm. Since you can't fix the bigger one, fix what you can fix. I guess that's <sighs> but, but that's admirable. It, but it, again, it just doesn't it just doesn't motivate people to get clean then, or it motivates them to get clean for a while. I mean, it's. I, it, <sighs> We have a rundown of stories you and I throw up on our, you know, we, for those that don't know, the way that we get a lot of the prep done for this show is when we're done and out of here after about two o'clock, you know, we have a thread. Jamie will throw on stories and I'll throw on stories and Travis will throw on stories onto this thread. Jamie, if I just realized if I scan through, there are four stories of child abuse when it comes mm-hmm. to babies on our thread from Friday till this morning. Yeah, some of those involve hot cars. Some yeah. of those involve uh, women intentionally leaving their babies in the hot car while mm-hmm. they go in and get their nails done. Um, Wicked, gosh, with that, I'm at the point now where I just said this to somebody over the weekend. I was out walking in downtown Overland Park on Saturday for a while. I'm at the point now where if I see um, a, what's the thing that a baby said, uh, a car seat? Thank you. Got it. If I see that in a car, I look to see if there's a baby in it. Do you really? Yeah. It's now Maybe that it's because do the same. we've done so many stories on this lately that now, and, and I don't assume it's intentional, but it does if I'm walking and I see a car seat there, I look to make sure there's not a baby or an animal in the car. So it, it it makes I mean look with the with the age we're in now every day there's another story about that. It, it really seems like this year there have been more of them. And we said that last than year in the past. Yeah, we probably said that last year too. Um, and yeah, a lot of people on the text line are saying the government already to some degree decides if you are a fit parent because they decide whether to take your kids away. But that's after there's been an incident of abuse with that child. This is the government saying. Because of your drug history, we don't want you to have babies. Now, somebody else said it's giving you, particularly women, four years to get clean. It says, Mm -hmm. we'll take 30 days off your jail time. We're going to give you birth control so you're not going to have babies. And by then, if you still want babies, you've got four years to get clean. I just don't think this is good enough motivation. I don't think 30 days off your jail time is good enough motivation to get you off drugs. Well, the uh, the, the person who sent in the text that said, you know, for the most part, or for, you know, partially, <laughs> the government can tell you who and who can't have a kid. Mm-hmm. Well, there is a story about some people and their intelligence level. And should this be determining whether or not they're fit to be parents? We'll give you the numbers and let you decide next on 98.1 KMBZ. 98.1 KMBZ, Midday with Jamie and Wicket. Coming up, what's trending at noon... And I'm pretty sure it'll be Game of Thrones and Jared Kushner. That's pretty much all that's probably trending. The new GM for the Chiefs is being introduced oh. today. Aren't you impressed I knew that? Very. Because I know how to check Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know how to do my job. Uh, we'll do that coming up at noon. Right now, though, this is an interesting story that comes to us out of Oregon. And we have a couple named Amy Fabrini and Eric Ziegler who have had two children together. Uh, this is in the state of Oregon. But their sons were taken away from them before they had had the chance to act as parents. The reason is each of the parents' IQ tests have shown, quote, mild intellectual disability. Uh, So what they have learned is that they had limited cognitive abilities that interfere with their ability to safely parent a child, or at least that's the reason that they were given for their kids going into foster care. Um, the birth, so they've got two kids. The birth of the new child was a surprise because she didn't realize that she was pregnant. Uh, the other one was expected and was born in a hospital. So research has shown that an IQ generally doesn't correlate with parenting until the IQ is below 50. One of the IQ of one of these parents was 72. The other is 66. What'd you tell me normal is? Between 90 and 110. So right around 100 is average. So what the, again, the way they put it was limited cognitive ability 
that interfere with their ability to safely parent a child to the point that these kids have been taken away. Um, And they're saying uh, a national study shows between 40 and 80 percent of parents with mental disabilities have their children removed from the home. Interesting. Um, It's a tough, tough question because the question I had was, so there's a deficit somewhere in cognitive ability. And, and for me, that comes to decision-making. That comes to the ability to remember, perhaps, how often you're supposed to feed them. Um, man, I'm not a parent, but even I know there's a ton of knowledge involved. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, if the baby is sick, do they know, do they have the wherewithal and the judgment to be able to say, this is what we do if the baby has a fever. And this is what we do if the baby falls and hits his head. I mean, there's just a lot of, and that's for an infant. You know, once the child gets to be older, then I feel like then you have a whole other problem. The question I have is, can that deficit be taught? Can that difference be made up somehow? Could you, do they have the ability to learn? And if they have the ability to learn, then can you teach them how to be parents? Can you, and do they have the ability to retain that? What little I know about it makes me wonder if that's possible because you can teach information, but I'm not sure if you can teach instinct, you know, and if this deficit that we're talking about in cognitive ability, does that take away judgment and and instinct and kind of knowing that even if I don't know the information, do I have the power of deductive reasoning that would get me there? That's what I feel like is missing here. A couple of things that stick out of this story, and you can read it on our Facebook page and on Twitter at KMBZ Radio. Um, the birth of the new child, the second kid, the birth of the new child was a surprise as Fabrini didn't know she was pregnant. Yeah. That right there is a giant red flag for me. But actually, you'd think so, right? Yes. But we've talked before, it's, it's been a little while since, since this has happened, because we had several cases of women giving birth when they didn't realize they were pregnant. And I remember we, I think we even had like a doctor on the show at one point because I said, how is that possible that you wouldn't know you're pregnant until you give birth? I can't imagine that. It's actually more common than you think. And, and <laughs> I know I don't get and, it either, but it's more common than you think. And if there are people listening that this has happened to, I, I, I don't want to offend you, mm-hmm. but a thousand percent. How do you I, not know? Some people have said. How do you not know? Women have told us because. What you're always taught as a woman is the first sign that you're pregnant is that you don't get your period. Right. But there are women who are irregular with that. There are some women that just don't get them as regular as others or okay. don't get them as often. And so it's conceivable, or especially if you're on some other medications or you've had other problems or something, it's it's possible that that one big telltale sign you don't have. Okay. Now, how do you not know your stomach growing and like, how do you not right. feel a baby in there? I don't know, but it's, maybe you just eat a lot of spicy food. It's more common than you would than you would realize, especially in women that don't think they can get pregnant. You that, know? that to me was the, the first red flag because again, I agree with you, and I'm sure there is reasoning for it. And I'm sure there are women listening that that has happened to, or they know somebody that's happened to. That's the first uh, big red flag on agreeing with the state for taking the kids away. The other in this story, the next one comes from her dad, who said that. Her daughter is lazy and says she doesn't believe that she or the husband are capable of parenting. If your dad's going to, to look, a lot of dads want to be grandparents. I mean, p- parents want to be grandparents, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that the goal? Oh, believe me. Parents yes. want to be grandparents. Tell me about it. Um, I know your mother would love to be yes, a grandparent. we all know she, that now. She has said that before to me. To anyone who will listen. <laughs> yes. Um, 
he, he, her, for her dad to come out and say she's incapable of taking care of the baby, that's another giant red flashing sign. Or is that dad, see, this is, maybe I'm too skeptical. I okay. should be so suspicious. But <laughs> does dad want the baby? Like, is dad wanting the baby for, you know, the mm. grandparents want the baby? Um, what makes someone, this is where I think I have to throw this out to parents. What makes a parent incapable intellectually of being able to safely parent? I think it's exactly what you were talking about. Baby gets sick. What do you do? Well, what's the first step? Baby's crying. Uh, ha, you know, do you do you know to put your hand on the baby's head and see how warm the baby is? Do you know how to take a temperature? Do you have? Do you even have a pediatrician to go to? Right. You know what I mean. When you go there, are you asking the right questions? Do you know how to transport the baby properly? Can you drive? Yes. All this. You know. All this is important. Do you remember the right kind of formula? Do you remember? I've learned the difference between bottles and nipples and all this kind of stuff. Do you do you remember what to use when? Mm-hmm. Um. Because again, to me, it's not just about information. It's about decision making and and stuff that you can't necessarily read in a book, but stuff that has to be instinctive. And wouldn't you err on the side of caution? With a child? With a baby? With you a would, child? You would think so, but how many people do we know that have been in denial about problems they have mm-hmm. because of something they want? And I'm, I'm not in any way comparing this to like alcoholism, but how do we know, how many people do we know who know it's they know it's dangerous to drive after you've been drinking, but they no. really want to just drive home because they think they're okay. It's very true. And they yeah. take their life in their own hands and, and drive home when they shouldn't. They really want to keep these kids. And so my guess is these people might be in denial about with or they may not know. That's the other thing. They might and that's a problem. You may, frankly. You may not know that you're okay, again, low IQ doesn't mean you're a bad parent, but no. Do, do your mental disabilities keep you from doing what's right or even knowing that you may have to go the extra mile to overcome your own disabilities? Right. Do you not, is your, yeah, this is the entire problem, right? Yeah. Is your cognitive ability so diminished that you don't realize how diminished it is? And if so, then no, you shouldn't have your kids. And that's horrible because they're loving parents. And, and they want to be parents. And, they, you know, and, and I'm sure they want the best for their kids and, and well-intentioned. You want those people to be parents. But if they can't safely do it, and, and then again, I worry when those kids get older. You know, at what point do you have the child acting more as a parent? Um, that's, you can't... I, I, yeah, what is what is their ability? Can they make dinner? Do you trust them with a stove? Oh my lord! I mean, to, you know? to heat the bottle up to the proper. I mean, if she's breastfeeding, yeah, is yeah. is is she on medication potentially that could be in the the, the breast milk? Is There's she, so many red flags yeah. with this. I'm starting to agree with the state of Oregon. I'm I am starting too. to agree with the idea of err on the side of caution. If you're not sure, err on the side of caution. Um, We're talking about a baby's life here. Two of them. Two of them. We're talking about two of them. Five seven six seven seven nine eight. Should a low IQ mean you can't be a parent to your children? And Somebody I- said on the text line, "Why can't the state provide an aid for them?" Well, Wouldn't I mean, you need that aid twenty four hours a day. You would potentially. Yeah, I mean, they get supervised visits with their kids, mm-hmm. um, and at least one person in the story it says at least one person who observed their visitation said that they thought they were capable of raising them. Still, though, I. It, but that sounds like one person says this and one person says that. I think too. We also have to make sure that, you know, if you have an IQ of 80 or an IQ of 150, that doesn't mean you're going to be a great parent. There's some really smart people out there that are horrendous parents. Man, <laughs> totally. I, I mean, mean, not just bad parents, but um, again, don't have the reasoning about children. Either didn't, weren't raised around kids or just don't 
Um, you know, I'm somebody that wasn't raised around kids. You know, I'm, I'm an only child and, and don't live in the same state as all my little baby yeah. cousins and stuff like that. And I consider myself to be pretty intelligent by most accounts, but I don't know a lot about kids. I, I'm learning. You know more than you did six months ago. For sure. Now that my friends are all having babies, I'm learning a lot more. But, um, but I at least know what I don't know. I mean, I think that's why I can be trusted because I at least know what to ask. I know the point at which... Oh, this is where, this is, you know, this is what I think I do here. Yeah, common sense is what somebody is calling it. Um, That's what I feel like they would lack. Yeah, it it would be something as simple as keeping up a daily routine. Mm -hmm. If the baby does get ill, the child does get sick, or both of them. What if both of them are sick at the same time? Yeah. I mean, then you have two people who, I don't want to call them mentally retarded or mentally handicapped, but you have two people whose IQs are in the lower range. Are they capable of handling and and making sure that the baby is taken care of properly over and over and over again. And somebody asked, do they have jobs? And financially, can they, you know, can they hold it? Now, plenty of people don't have jobs that have kids. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, but, but all of that fits together. It does. In my opinion. You can read about it on our Facebook page. Interesting story, interesting concept. And I, I out of the gate, when I read this story with, I think we were going to do it last Friday. I did not like what the state of was, of Oregon was doing. I was thinking Mm -hmm. it was government overreach. But the more I talk it out with you, the more I think Oregon's doing the right thing. Making more sense, yeah. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment. Payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.